jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worry about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just after the boxing podcast, I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. In- Alright y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. It's episode 101. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up everybody? It's your boy Boxing P. And today, man, we're going to go back and talk about one of the biggest fights of the year, right P? Yes, yes sir. I mean, it probably was the biggest, you know, um, in the middleweight division. Yeah, Uh, Canelo Alvarez versus Danny Jacobs. This was for all three of the major belts, WBC, WBA, and IBF belt. Um kind of want to go back and just talk about my view of the fight before mm-hmm. we get into you know the specifics how we usually do um you know talk about that a little bit about the performance of both fighters um as far as uh what you think of uh canelo's performance do you think it was a close fight and uh the the, the production <laughs> we're gonna get mm-hmm. into that too the whole the whole production of this fight on the zone you know yeah as definitely. far as how they did the presentation but um before we do all that man what's been going on with you p you know the same old same, man. You know. Yeah, same here, man. And um, I'm glad. I'm glad I asked you that because I almost forgot. We we're gonna do a new little segment too, man. Yeah. You know, we're gonna talk a little. You know, we got a little casual casual fan moment. Yeah. You know, kind of go back and give y'all a little give a little taste of what we kind of run in with the casual fans of boxing. You know. Um, Definitely. You got your little story. I got. I just got a little quick one today, man. It ain't nothing too major though. Yeah, man, looking at uh, the fight last weekend between Canelo and Danny Jacobs, like I said, I felt like it was going to be a 50-50 fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like Danny Jacobs uh, had the skill, he had the size, and the strength to beat a guy like Canelo Alvarez. But once again, you know, for me, Canelo Alvarez, he impressed me again as far as mm-hmm. what type of fighter he is. You know, he's not just a puncher, he's not just a boxer. You know, he, he can mix it up. You know, to me, every fight he's had, he's been graduating. You know, he's been getting better and better. And he's kind of been, you know, learning from each fight he's been in. And uh, throughout this fight with Danny Jacobs, he showed a, he showed a lot of different looks. You know, right from the beginning, you know, he was able to control distance. He was able to assert himself just, you know, even without throwing punches, you know. And uh, he was able to show good defense, uh, accurate punches. Uh, Danny Jacobs... Looking at him on his side, um, I kind of felt like he didn't really commit to what he could have done, you know, as far as uh, as far as as far as utilizing his size and his strength. 
And I felt like he didn't get a good good start in the fight. And I felt like what he did in the later half of the fight, you know, that would have been beneficial to him if he would have started off like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the decision, I did feel like the decision was right. It was a unanimous decision. Um, I felt like I could have said eight rounds to four for Canelo, even nine rounds to three. Um, a lot of people felt like it was close, man. Uh, what, what about you, Pete? What did you think of the fight, and did you think it was close? Man? Um, <clears throat> overall, it definitely wasn't the fight I anticipated. You know, I definitely expected more action. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely from Jacobs. You know, he knew he knew what he was up against, not only in Canelo, but everything Vegas, the odds, the judges, everything. So he really, you know, he even spoke on how during the promotion he didn't really feel like he was getting the respect he deserved. So um, I just really expected him to go out and really go after this. You know, um, his corner kept telling him. Don't let this guy just do a little bit more than you and, and, and get the nod. And I really felt his corner on, on that because you see so many fights where a guy just fell short or just didn't do enough. But, um, overall, it was, it was, it was a good middleweight fight, you know, two game fighters, um, both champions, both, you know, belts at stake and they both went in with two game plans um canelo alvarez came with the better game plan you know what i'm saying the more effective game plan um canelo alvarez you think it was like a pressure thing for for uh danny jacobs do you think like the comfort level for canelo since he'd been there he was more comfortable I, i i can't really agree with that because i mean Canelo had to be aware of the Triple G and Danny Jacobs fight, which would make him want to say, yo, well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think I, I, I don't really know, but, um, but, uh, Jacobs just didn't, um, his, the game plan that he came, I, it, uh, it almost feels like he looked at Canelo outside the ring. But once he got inside the ring with Canelo, it was it was a different thing. And I think a lot of times that can happen. But, you know, you can't really make that assessment, you know. But he looked like the bigger, the slower man. I mean, Danny Jacobs was, you know, lobbing punches. I mean, way off. You know, Canelo wasn't nowhere to be found at the end of some of these punches. Um, I just don't think, like you said, that he fought the fight that he should have fought with having the advantages that he had, you know, the size. You know, um, mainly the size, just making it a rough fight, you know, mm-hmm. with grabbing a hold of Canelo and, mm-hmm. you know, really r- r- roughing it up. Um, Canelo was very elusive in, in and out and just scoring, you know. Um, but Canelo, his performance, I mean, it, it was it was a brilliant performance. He did exactly what he needed to do. And it really, you know, lets me see that that Floyd Mayweather loss, he didn't take that in vain. He really went back to school and studied that and studied that and um, really elevated his own game. Like they say, a loss can make you stronger. And I can see for a fact how that Floyd Mayweather loss made him stronger. You know, I mean, we see him, especially in this fight for me, people said they saw it before. But then watching this fight, I've seen him do things that, you know, make me 
think about Floyd Mayweather. Now the difference is when Floyd Mayweather did him, you know, he was running or was this, he didn't get the accolades that Canelo gets when he when he does. Right. You know, I will say that, but just seeing Canelo do some of these moves and being slick and being elusive and being effective, it that definitely reminded me of Floyd Mayweather and just the fact that he took that loss. And did something good with it, and you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, not many fighters do that. You know, they kind yeah. of they'll kind of hold a grudge with that type hold of a fight, grudge or, or they'll call that other fighter style boring or something like right. that. You know, they'll beat like, themselves up too, man. Yeah. Say, oh, or they'll man, beat themselves up, right? You know what like, I mean? For example, for me, every time I hear Carl Frotz call Andre Ward boring, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's like a good yeah. example. Instead of giving that guy all the props in the world for nullifying you, you know. You still can't. You still can't be man man enough to say I was just bested by a better fight. Yeah, years years later, you years still, later, you, still yeah. you know that still don't sit right with you or whatever. But but um, like I said, overall it was it was a good middleweight unification bout. The fact that two guys got in there, you know, the best fighting, you know, facing the best, and um, put their game plans, you know, match their game plans up against each other. And Canelo just, you know, he had the the the, the better game plan i mean if we say we run this fight 10 times i can't say canelo will win all 10 times but um last saturday night he came he came on point and, and you know had the better game plan and executed it i mean mm-hmm. like almost flawlessly you know what i'm saying yeah yeah to me i felt like <clears throat> it, it wasn't as close as some of the other people i've talked to felt it was because I was just going off of not just punches. I was going off of like how he was really controlling the fight just by moving Danny around, you know, by setting setting little traps, you know, and mm. and being able to exert exert his um exert that you know that power just off a couple of shots, you know, just he was able to make Danny kind of second guess himself. Yeah, you know, even with the head movement, like in a couple of rounds, like whenever Danny was throwing like three four punches, he just ducked all of them. You know, then that it kind of made Danny start reaching some, you know, at the end of the round. You know, there were a couple of rounds when they almost kind of went to swing. And even after, you know, the bell rang, it, it was just kind of showing me that, you know, Canelo was playing that high level chess. You know, he was mm-hmm. really getting into the head of Danny a few times, you know. Yeah. You know, because it is, a, it, you know, this is a mental game, too, you know. So I felt like he was kind of frustrating Danny a little bit, you know, throughout that early half of the fight. But when Canelo did start to slow down, he started becoming more of a target for Danny. You know, he was able to start letting go, you know, with a few more shots and, you know, being a little bit busier. That's why I kind of felt like him being the bigger, bigger man in this fight. There were only two ways he was going to win this fight was to make it a dog fight, you know, by holding, grabbing, making an inside fight or knocking Canelo out, you know, and the chin that Canelo shows, it shows you he might have to go making it just a dog fight with him. Um, As far as like what, some of the things uh, Danny Jacobs was doing as far as when he was switching to Southpaw, I asked you this yesterday, Pete, like, do you think that was in frustration or do you think he was really trying to get something done with the left hand in that position? Um, all right, hold up. Cause I want to go back a little bit. Cause I didn't oh, yeah, really yeah. go on uh, um, how, as far as the fight being close. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, exactly. it's, 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 it's real interesting. The last six months, last year of boxing, Every other fight, it's been people somewhere saying a robbery. And I'm just, I'm really curious to see, you know, what what these people 
See, sometimes I see it. You know what I mean? But this fight, I, I, I definitely thought Canelo won. But I mean, every time, I mean, this professional fighters, this former world champions, this trainers, this everybody. It's not just casual fans. You know, it's people who had these different opinions on these fights or whatever. But it just brings me to this thing that I posted today on Instagram about, you know, the technology kind of being the answer for, you know, just more accurate judging. And I mean, if you have these garments that can get this data from punches and all the stuff and and it's 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 not up to somebody's perception mm-hmm. then that could be just the sport can be to me even higher because people can be matched in a better way but that's down the road but that's kind of the only way I see us getting away from every week it being a robbery, and you know what I'm saying. I mean, in some people's eyes, yeah. Because even <clears> with <throat> judges, judges are just basically they're seeing it in the eyes of three different fans. You know, exactly. there are three judges from that, three different sides of the ring, three different sides know? of the ring, and they they're just going by what they call punches or landed punches. Exactly. So you really need like something that's going to just be an open and shut case on what's a a clean punch landed because you don't know like even fans when they're seeing a guy flurry. Hitting the gloves, they they cheer. Yeah, you know I mean, when Manny Pacquiao lets off of exactly. eight punch, nine punch exactly. combinations, some get in, but not every single one gets in. But it's almost like the judges hear that roar, then they're like, "Oh, we're going to give him that round because exactly. of the size of the roar." Exactly. But you do need some kind of open and shut, you know, technology where there's no it's clean cut, clean it's cut, clean no cut. bias, no it's feelings, no emotions. You know, I mean, because you think about the judges, and a lot of these judges are older people. And they've never they fought. Never fought. They they've never, never fought. fought. So right. how are you able to assess a fight? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's another episode, Ant, but I do feel like that's that's going to be the way to rule us out mm-hmm. and make it cleaner and really make matches better. We can yeah. do numbers, number yeah. for number, match it up to the T yeah. and really see what's going on. But it, it's just kind of disheartening for me. Every week it's a robbery unless it's a knockout. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um but I guess that's just the sport of boxing. But it seemed a lot more lately. You know what I mean? Everybody is, everything is highly contested and it's a close fight. I mean, there was some close rounds in there. And I see rounds that depending on how you judge a round, you would have gave it to, to different different fighters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I thought Canelo won. I thought he did enough to get the nod. I mean, he, you know, he did have more belts. Danny Jacobs was a champion too, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was it was time to go for broke. And if you look at who kind of went for broke more, you had to get that to Canelo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm still not a Canelo fan, but yeah, skill wise, I have to mm-hmm. respect and praise his skill. He he is a hell of a boxer. And that you know tells you something when it comes, like I said, you know, I'm a Canelo fan, but when it comes from a, a person that's not a fan, they can give him that credit. Exactly. You know, that means you've seen it up and down the same way I saw it, where you had a guy that fought a disciplined fight. And, you know, he went by everything. He he used every, he utilized everything he could and controlled the fight. But there's still a lot of people out there. That's why I want to see, too, through their eyes for just a moment, like what it is they saw where Danny had won like seven rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there yeah. were some people yeah. saying that. A lot of people had it 115 to 113 yeah. for Danny. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, like I say, I wish we could have a, a, a discussion, not a debate, a mm-hmm. discussion. And people, you know, express their views and explain mm-hmm. how they came up with these different 
you know, and not just say, oh, Danny won or oh, Canelo won. No, explain it. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? If you did have like a discussion like that, not a debate, but just a discussion, if you were coming up with some type of technology, then you could be like, okay, this person sees these type of punches land. You know what I mean? Write that down. You know, mm-hmm. this person sees this is a land is a clean punch. They were going by that. Let me write that down. Exactly. And that's how you would kind of come up with your answer on what needs to be judged as a a, a winning round for a fight. Exactly. You know? by what was landing but yeah yeah that's like a different episode but it definitely does pertain to this fight because it's something that needs to be kind of you know implemented in every every sport not every sport but every like combat sport you know what i mean like to me just to kind of know whenever you're going to have a fight going the distance you're going to need a a open and shut way to judge exactly and and the fact that the way a loss affects a fighter and you know it's not the same as a basketball team football team a loss really really financially and mentally it can be a lot on the guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When you, you know, you've trained eight hard weeks, you missed your family, mm-hmm. you put in all this work and you know, you won and they took it from you. Mm-hmm. That could be, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. Eh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I thought of like MMA too. Cause I was just looking at a fight yesterday and we had one guy landing all of these good strikes, you know, busting another guy up. But then you got like a couple of takedowns to kind of just wash all of his work away and, He's still dominating on the ground, on the feet, but he loses the fight. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's hard to really tell sometimes. Like what does a judge really look that, for? Exactly. You know, like to me, a good clean combination that a busted face up, you know, that can be nullified or that can be just like taken away from you just by one takedown sometime exactly. in the game. So, like the picture that I posted today, I like the way they they had it because they had the punch. The punch was a right hook. Mm-hmm. It came at. Uh, 15 miles per hour mm-hmm. and had like 789 pounds of pressure. Mm-hmm. That's data. That's numbers that you can say, yeah. okay, if you get hit in your stomach with almost 800 pounds of pressure, mm-hmm. it will do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, we yeah. can we can further assess it from there. You know what I right. mean? Right. How effective a punch was. Mm-hmm. Punch might look like it was effective, but wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just think that, 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 that that'll be the way and it'll, it'll be so much more interesting too. And yeah. when you can look at those stats and know that he actually landed yeah. 2,000 shots to the, you know what I mean? Just think about it too, not to be a real nerd here, but like, just off of what you said, like, if it was able to pick up that punch on how it landed, whatever it is, like a te- type of technology they could use, it could actually judge on why you start moving the way you do in a fight. You know what I mean? Like, if you got cracked in the, by your, by the, by the liver, Oh, he's slowing down. We know why. Absol- you know, we can go by that. That's why he's slowing down. So he's losing that round because he's lost his legs. You know, just stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. I mean, exactly. You know, that'll be the beginning of it. But then, you know, the boxing people will get in and dissect it and break it yeah. all the way down, like yeah. you just said. But yeah. um, I- I'm super excited about it because it would it would just it would elevate the game. Like I said, even with the matchmaking, that you can get a guy with the same exact reach. This guy lost against three southpaws. You lost against three southpaws. You know, you mm-hmm. can get the numbers down to a yeah. science and perfectly yeah. match mm-hmm. guys and say, who's the best? Yeah, because then you would have everything else cut out. Again, like favorite fighters or protecting. Oh, yeah. All that wouldn't matter. You know, yeah, no all that wouldn't matter. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, that would, that's that's crazy, man. Just Ain't that like, crazy, yeah. dude? Yeah, just for for us like, being fight yeah, fans, yeah, so it was yeah. like, yo. Yeah, like, when you think of like a matchmaker, you – you're cutting everybody else out. You're just telling them, Terrence, you need to be in the arrow spin. You know, then when you try to match him up with anybody else, eh, you know what I mean? Exactly. It won't work. Exactly. Or, or then, then this match is a, a 70-30% yeah. match. 
You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a 60 40 mm-hmm. match. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is a 50 50 match. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, I was telling you, it's like, it don't work with stuff like Computer Day, you know, like eHarmony or something like that. Right. Like, y'all have similarities, but that might not work. Yeah, because people just, lie. And yeah, people, people say, people oh, I never cheat. Then you the biggest right. cheat in the world. We're fighting. The numbers ain't going to lie. numbers don't lie. Because y'all are competing for the same thing. Yeah, the numbers ain't going to lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So You can say, you can say, interview the fighter, did that left hook hurt? No, it didn't hurt. But we know he lying, man. It was 800 pounds of pressure to the jaw. We know that Mm -hmm. hurt. I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? We know that hurt. We seen, we know that it only takes 300 pounds to break break the bone. bone, So he hit you with 800. So your jaw is broke, but it didn't fade you. It'll break. It can break it down that far, and you yeah. know what I'm saying. We know how many pounds of pressure it requires to break a rib, right? Or break a arm, uh, break right. a jaw, break a nose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Take your legs away. You know, Come on, man. exactly. That's some that's some dope shit right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 it's gonna change the game. And I think it would make fighters work harder to try to protect from certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would make discipline and defense off the chart. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as people saying, "Oh, I want to." Get caught with this because you know it's going to read that exactly, you know? exactly. So really and and, and then up. you would know that it ain't really no more necessarily easy fights. You fighting a guy that you're matched up with now levels. I mean, if you're a C fighter, you should fight a, a C fighter fight, that's yeah. on you know fifty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be an A versus a C. You know, mm-hmm. or a guy, a prospect working his way up, and he, you know, everything will be even. I mean, mm-hmm. even even with the age stuff, man. It might eliminate all that crap. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I mean, like I was saying with like a Kill Brook or somebody who's taking so much damage, if they want to fight, that's cool. But you got to know that this is going to be your area where you fight. You exactly. The matchmaker is going to tell you, okay, you can't cross over to this no more because you can only take this much damage. You- exactly. So even when I thought about this, and I didn't realize Canelo was only 28, Triple mm-hmm. G is 37. He's almost 10 years older than Canelo. Mm-hmm. That factors in. A computer will be able to factor that in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Say, well, you're 10 years older than him. This means that, you know, you've been a boxer all your life. You 10 years older is really 20. You know what I mean? They would mm-hmm. be able to get that data mm-hmm. down to a science and say, okay, this ain't really a 50-50 fight necessarily. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because different factors. Yeah, like how... how- what what's the age of your legs for really? Exactly, you know I mean? like, exactly. Are, you know, exactly. That's what I was trying to say. And how old is your body yeah. really? You know, you've been boxing your whole life. You're 37, right. but your, your legs are really 47. 40, yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really 47. So Jeez. stuff like that, man. It, I mean, I guess boxing. I guess nerds like boxing yeah. nerds like us. And that that's that's interesting. Like, to yeah, me. yeah. You know that's like a, it's like stuff you really want to see. It's just yeah. fascinating because for me, it's like. It could do nothing but benefit the game. It's almost like like an automatic door. You know, when you go in a store, you know, you just don't want to have to think about. You know what I mean? Exactly. It just opens up, and you know, for us, it's like we don't want to have to think about the red tape no more. Like why fights can't happen. We just wanted that be automatically matched up. You and, know? and 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 one and one clean result. And you know, I kind of get tired of the every week it's a robbery. The, no, regardless of what side I'm on of it, I get tired of the people who sit using that word mm-hmm. a robbery because a robbery is like something blatant or mm-hmm. you know what I mean the word is getting so thrown around and used so loosely now mm-hmm. and you know what I mean in the fight game you know what I mean yeah. a robbery is yeah. something a decision that you don't agree with that's yeah. not a robbery <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean because we ain't having people take the time to actually understand the fight game now where it's just like everybody's going to say oh if my favorite fighter ain't winning it's a robbery you know what right. I mean or right. he right. threw the most right. punches right. and he lost it's a robbery you know right. but did he land the most 
you got to start, you know, looking into that yeah. type of stuff, you know. But but that that technology would take all that away. It'd take all that you away. Know, he won. That's it. And yeah. you know, you know, these are the numbers, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 definitely something I would love to see in my lifetime. You yeah. know, I don't care what age I am, but hopefully it happens for you know I I'm, I leave here, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. But um yeah, going back to uh, one thing I want to ask you about Danny Jacobs and his uh, performance, as far as his style in this fight of him switching back and forth mm-hmm. to left hand, um, do you think it was like out of frustration, or do you think he was really trying to set something up with um Canelo? Um, you know, like we talked about a little bit yesterday, and you know, after the conversation we had yesterday, to be honest, and I could probably lean more towards the um the frustration thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, my whole thing was, it. If you're not really effective from a different stance, you know what I'm saying. What's the point of necessarily using it? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If if the other stance wasn't working, so if he was frustrated, said, "Oh, southpaw ain't working. I'm gonna switch to orthodox." Mm-hmm. But if you know orthodox is your weak side, mm-hmm. that that don't really seem like the smart thing to do. So it kind of goes back to him just getting a little frustrated and they couldn't catch Canelo. He's throwing punches, missing by like a mile sometimes, which mm-hmm. is very frustrating and which is draining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Missing yeah. punches yeah. is, you know, more than landing a punch, more right. draining than landing a punch. So mm-hmm. Danny was missing a lot. I think, I think it was some frustration that definitely came into play. Cause like we say, it looks different outside the ring than it does inside the ring. And I really think that, you know, once Danny got inside the ring and really seen, I mean, even how small, I mean, Canelo was moving like a welterweight in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's 160, but he's moving like a welterweight. I mean, it just was really, um, for me, exciting to see him 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 perform that night. You know, like they say, is is a fighter painting a picture. You know, and um, this was one of those nights that Canelo was in there, just like really fighting the the, the perfect fight. But um, I think he really had Danny more frustrated than anything. You know, Danny's not known as you know, that legit quit hitter. I mean, you know, legit switch hitter, switch hitter you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he can do it, but it, it didn't really help him Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? Right, because um, when I was looking at it too, I really felt like they were really, you know, again, I, I wasn't, I'm not in the ring with him, but I just felt like there were really no situations that he was ever in to really call for, you know, because mm-hmm. I felt like Canelo was right there where he could have got him with something in the orthodox stance, you know, because first thing he needed to get going was a good jab, you know. Yeah. He could have got a good jab that just off of his regular stance by timing Canelo, yeah. you know. Just being, you know, able to time Canelo, but Canelo was actually doing that, you know. He mm-hmm. was actually timing him. And I kind of felt like him going back and forth orthodox, it really wasn't affecting Canelo. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back and look at Khan and Crawford. Khan was baffled, you know. Khan yeah. was baffled because one minute he's right-handed, one minute he's left-handed, but – and this one, he was doing the switch, and then Canelo just stayed with his same game plan, you know. Right. You know, just stayed out of range and kept, you know, you know, coming forward with his jab. But, yeah, sometimes I just think that, like, sometimes I was thinking in that fight, whenever uh, Danny Jacobs was kind of getting into that position to throw his left, it wasn't as strong as it was when he was in his orthodox. That's what I'm saying. That's what, you like, know? didn't I really – 
if 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 the right wasn't really doing anything, why would you switch to the left if that's your weak weaker side? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I yeah. said it had to just be, yo, I'm the heat getting on my nerves. I, I got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me try. I got to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which 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 is another big part of the sport, and it's a lot going on in your mind. You know, it's twelve three minute rounds. You know, fighters like maybe a half an hour. 40 minutes long maybe you know what is it about a half an hour really yeah, about half hour. you know what i'm saying it's not it, it, it's curious to how a fighter perceives it is it long or is it quick you know because mm-hmm. watching the fight sometimes is quick sometimes it's a long fight you know this fight was kind of it was kind of drawn out a little bit because mm-hmm. it wasn't a whole lot of action but mm-hmm. um it, it looks it looks different outside the ring than it does in the, mm-hmm. in the ring. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, like bottom line. Do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it do. But um, you can almost kind of feel it though. Whenever like the one fighter you think is going to give him that good tough fight, it's like he's starting to get a little bit outclassed in some parts. You know, it it, it turns into a long fight. You know, he's thinking yeah. like, damn, these yeah. rounds are long. Yeah. You know, because he's really having to think more. Absolutely. Certain things aren't working. Well, that's what they mean when they say it's going to be a long night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know if I asked you this, but what do you think, man? Like, Danny Jacobs coming in at that weight, since he didn't use it, I guess I can't really ask if it was beneficial for him to come in at that weight. But do you think he should have came in smaller? Um, To me, the weight. And, and like they say, you know, he intentionally did that because that's what he did with Triple G and it, yeah. it kind of, you know, played to his benefit in the Triple mm-hmm. G fight. But what, what I said, and is like Triple G, that's a different fight. That's a guy coming straight towards you. It's not a guy moving and you might have to catch and using angles and lateral movement and head movement. You know, that's a different mm-hmm. thing. Um, it They said it was rumors that he was t- 220. At some point, Damn. I don't know. You know, I mean, that was rumors, but Damn, man, uh, yeah, that's, that's what they said. They said, you know, it's that's heavyweight or whatever. But the, the weight definitely didn't help him. I mean, because he looked no. slow in there. He looked yeah, like he, he wasn't doing enough, and I guess he was trying. But I mean, the, the weight, yeah, he was just he was just moving slow, and it was looking pretty slow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't. I think the weight, you know, kind of played against him and just slowed him down. I mean. If you wasn't like you said, if you wasn't going to use the weight in a physical rough mm-hmm. way, it's pointless. Right. You just put no weight to box them. That don't and, make sense. And there really, you know, again, yeah, there really wasn't no, um, there wasn't no use for it because, like in the Golovkin fight, Golovkin's there. Yeah. Where you can kind of tie him up fast exactly. and lean on him, but Canelo's mid range, and then he's gone. You and know, then he gone, and then he's gone just like half an inch. So my thing is like you. If you do come in that way, you're going to have to force it on. You know, you're going to have yeah. to use it. If that's your plan, to me, you know, you'd want to be the, the the bulldog and lay on him. You know, because, yeah, Deontay Wilder weight. That's what they said, 220. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even if he came in 180, you know, that's still big. That's you know, still that's, big. That's cruiser yeah. weight, you know. So you're going to have to, if you know you're coming in at that weight, you should already be working on your, your quickness yeah. at that weight. You're doing, doing more drills that way because the jab was kind of slow. Man. Yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? And then, like, I mean, and another thing, too, is, and is like, um, I mean, for me, me personally, I kind of seen like a different Canelo that night. Like, that night was like a breakthrough for me with him just really seeing how skilled he is. Like I say before, he, in my opinion, he was, he fought a couple fights that, 
it was questionable decisions. Laura, I think the, the, uh, Jose Lopezito fighter, it was, was a little, no, it was another fight that he had was questionable, but definitely. You said Laura, right? Yeah, yeah Laura, yeah, definitely one, yeah. the Laura one. Yeah. But, um, even the con, even, even other than that, yeah, it was just like smaller yeah. guys or whatever. I'm not, you know, I needed to see him battle tested, you yeah. know. Then, like I said, getting in there with Triple G two times, and then a guy who people think beat Triple G, you know, he really proved that, you know, to me that he, he's a warrior, he, he'll fight anybody, and he's good, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the trifecta right there, and of the middleweight division, yeah. he's got Danny Jacobs. Over. Triple G and Canelo. That's what we wanted to see That's mixed exactly, and matched yeah. up, and we kind of seen it. And yeah. the smoke is kind of settled, and yeah. you know he 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 he's at the top. Yeah. Um, it just is what it is. Yeah, I agree with that because, like, you know, I have been you know watching more like Canelo's fights, and I always felt like he was this good fighter that kept graduating and getting better and better. But like everybody else, I want to see him tested, and I mm-hmm. want to see him in that division where. I felt like his body needed to be, which was 160. And 160 was one that had all of the guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we did the episode with the middleweight tournament, you yeah. know. And he beat the best out of the tournament. Out of the tournament. You know, and um, as he as the fight was closing to me, I had already said to myself, I was like, damn. I was like, I don't see anybody beating him right now. What about you? Really, um, I can't. Like, in this division here? It's, 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 it's really so hard to say, Ant, because the two people that, to me, stand a chance. He they are he already beat them. Yeah, that's not to say that like I say, ten fights out of ten, he would dominate them. But I mean, it, the, the, the the top guys. I mean, I don't I don't really see nobody. I mean, we, we start naming some names on the horizon. I mean, um, you got maybe you got a Charlo, you got maybe an Andrade. I don't see neither one of them posing a threat. You know, the Earl Spence thing is growing a lot of steam. You actually think the Earl Spence could move up two weight classes and beat the best? Middleweight in the world. That's that just don't even really make sense to me. Yeah, you know like what I'm yeah, saying? So I'll tell you say with that one, I was like, that's not even something on my radar where I feel like people should even put that in his ear. You know, I don't care if it is twenty million dollars. They need to tell him that's a fight that needs to happen once you, you know, fulfill your goals at welterweight yeah. and your body actually, you know, grows into that weight. But right now, you know, Canelo. Like I said, for me, he beats everybody. That's, that you could know, be a career-ending um, yeah. fight for, for Arrow, to yeah. jump the gun, mm-hmm. to be honest. You know, and um, I think Earl is good, but we just talking about we talking about levels, man. And Because, um, yeah, we're talking about a guy with 24 with Triple G. Yeah, with Triple G. You know? yeah, a guy a guy who most people didn't even want to fight one time, go one round right, with. But he, he went, went 24, you know? you know, and then went 12 with the guy who many think beat Triple G. So it's yeah. like... Came in at two twenty. Yeah, you know, yeah, you possibly know, came possibly, in. And think know. about that, and that's not that far fetched. You know, they say uh Spence walks around at one eighty. Canelo comes in sometimes one seventy mm-hmm. for one fifty four. So it's not hard to believe that yeah. Danny could have got up to two twenty, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and then and then trying to be purposely doing something, yeah. you know, really eating that night to make sure exactly. it happened or you know, I don't I don't know. It's not out the realms of um possibility. Um mm-hmm. That, you know, he came in 220 that night, but, um, I'll, you know, it didn't really pan out to, you know, work, work in his favor or whatever. But, you know, shout out to Danny Jacobs, man. He's still a hell of a champion, still a warrior, still one of my favorite fighters out there. Yeah, um, me too, which, man. which, which you think is next out there for, for him, man, to be honest? For Danny, man, um, I think he accomplished a lot at 160. You know, um, 
I don't know if he would want a Canelo rematch, you know what I mean? If he want one, I, I wouldn't be mad at him, but I feel like other than Canelo, he still has a he still has a skill to beat a lot of the other fighters. He still has a skill and talent to beat a lot of other fighters, but I, I want to see him at 168. To be honest, I, I can agree with you at that, seeing him at 168, because it's like, honestly... It's people he could be the one sixty, but if it's not Canelo, he's going. He's backpedaling to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, really, he, yeah, yeah you, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's like these yeah. are young guys. Why yeah. I take that chance here, Canelo? Yeah, one. you'd be back to. So yeah. just go ahead and hop in maybe set. a new division, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of start right there. You know what I mean? If you if you was to go down and Charlo and them and possibly lose to them, that's mm-hmm. that would take him down a little further than me. Right now, he only lost really against the best. The best, yeah. The trivector in yeah, one sixty. And, and to me that to me that says a lot. You know, yeah. you can even go twelve twelve rounds with each of these fighters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I forget he's a he is a cancer survivor and yeah. you know, I mean he, he he you know, this guy is a guy who at one point was very unhealthy. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, so, so well, what he's turned into, yeah, you got man, you gotta give him all the yeah, credit. You gotta give him all the credit, man. Shout out to Danny Jacobs, man, the miracle man. Real man, but uh, yeah, one sixty eight. I would say this too. I'd like to see him in there with some of those guys, like uh, what's it, Callum Smith and them, because yeah. I feel like maybe one sixty eight would be better for his power too. You know, yeah. I think he'd be might be more effective, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the power. I mean, yeah, because uh, I mean the way Canelo ate that shot, it's either he really got some steel in his chin or the or is the power I mean how could the power not yeah, be I don't I don't yeah. I, I can't see it no other way the power was there eh? yeah, power yeah, the power was there the power was there the power was there you, know? you hear the shot yeah hey, the power the was there yeah man Damn. and one more thing too yeah with um just so casual fans understand too like the thing with the Arrow and Canelo thing that's not a fight that needs to happen now cause we're talking about a guy like Canelo Alvarez we're talking about him in the same breath as guys like Calvin Smith and Kovalev. You know what I mean? Fighting guys that big. Yeah. But you know, Errol Spence, he still needs these guys like Keith Thurman, uh, Terrence Crawford. Absolutely. Then maybe move up to 154 and fight a Charlo, fight a Hurd. And once you start adding these on these resumes over here and then put that with his, then you match them up. You know? Yeah. Then it starts to look pretty. But right now, Y'all just can't look at the money and think it's going to be something. Oh, this need to happen. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's not even the money for me. And it's like the matchup. It's not even. It's not even the matchup. Like you say, had Canelo done those things, ran. I mean, had Spence done those things, ran through one forty seven and was cleaning out one fifty four. Mm-hmm. Had had grew into that bigger mm-hmm. body and was mm-hmm. was struggling making one fifty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could maybe see that, mm-hmm. but you know, at this point in time. But see, what's happening is is these money fight things where mm-hmm. sometimes all that stuff getting nullified. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which yeah, is, does, yeah. you know, we we not looking at it like that. You know, I mean, I'm a throwback. I want a person to work up the rankings, and I, we just got off talking about artificial intelligence exactly. matching the fight, so mm-hmm. things can be the way they need to be. Well, yeah. The computer would never put these two together, man. not right now. Up, yeah, man. it would yeah. never put these two together. Yeah. So, you know, from that aspect. You know, we understand, but the game is twisted now mm-hmm. because of these money fights and people having these opportunities to get a payday sooner than later. And I mean, it's hard to tell a man not to take X amount of dollars. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's hard to tell a man that. A good example for people to understand, like what we mean by 
building these fights up for real, for real, especially when you step in another weight class. Think of Trinidad and Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Trinidad was blowing up out the division. Yeah. You know, he was beating everybody at 147, unified at 154, went up and won a belt at 160. And then that made the fight interesting. Right. You know, then people were like, oh man, I want to see, I want to see Trinidad in there with Hopkins. He's knocking everybody out. Maybe he can knock him out. He's probably going to knock him out. Right. But right now, people aren't really saying Spence is going to knock him out. They might say he have enough skill to survive or maybe maybe pull out a win, but I don't even think he could pull out a win. I don't right think he can survive. Yeah. Now, you got to go through the divisions like Trinidad did yeah. to put yourself on the map. To, 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 to get that level of praise, I don't even think he survives. And, I mean, like I say, you know, I, I'm an Earl Spence fan, but we talking about a kid who's been boxing since he was 16 over in Mexico, just doing all types of things. that Beating grown men. Yeah, beating grown men, age. you know. Being sharing the ring with the master now, Earl Spence, you shared the ring with, with Floyd, but not on not on a top level. He was mm-hmm. on top level Vegas, mm-hmm. MGM, you know, all the lights, all the bells, all the whistles. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to see what Canelo did, like those two met met for a reason, you know, because Floyd Mayweather, the beating he gave him, you know, most people just take the beat, but he took it. And ran with it, and, mm-hmm. and it was like a kind of like a not a passing of the torch because Floyd Mayweather still went on, but it, it, it something special happened right there. You know, mm-hmm. Canelo didn't have to adapt what he learned. He could have been arrogant and said, "Man, I don't like mm-hmm. that style." You know, Mexico, I'm gonna do this. Right. But he had to peep game yeah. and yeah. take some 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 game from yeah. that Floyd Mayweather fight. You it, know what I'm saying? It, it was definitely an eye opener. Absolutely, a, learn, uh, a learning experience where he was like, "I gotta, I gotta humble myself and say, I gotta humble myself." This happened for a reason. Happened you know for a I mean? reason, man. And um, I just believe that you know that 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 thrusts him into realms that these guys just haven't proven yet, and mm-hmm. they have not proven yet. You know, mm-hmm. Canelo. He reminds you of a throwback. You know, he's 28. He's a kid. You know, but he reminds you of the kind of more throwback fighters. The way that um, he's coming along in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like you said with Canelo, if anything that would stop a big fight from happening, it would be his team. You know yeah. what I mean? But like him, it's always like, oh, yeah, I'll fight him. Yeah, because you don't hear I'll Canelo talking yeah. about money. Yeah. He's got money. We know he got money, yeah. but you never hear him talk about, oh, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, he got the big contract from the zone, but we, we didn't hear what he was out there fishing saying, oh, Canelo wants $400 million contract. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, we didn't hear anything about money. You know, right. the zone knew what he was worth and, and threw, him, threw that to him and he hopped on it, but. Mm-hmm. He's never been the guy that really squawk about money or make it seem like it's a money thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Certain guys you never hear talk about money. Eh? Yeah, because he's just been stacking the bodies like he's been doing, and then the money's been coming. Like it we comes always in. say, yeah, like, like you know, exactly. You know? Like Manny Pacquiao. I mean, certain guys you never really heard talk about the money. We know they got money. You know yeah. what I mean? They stack the bodies up, and then you start stacking the stacks up. Exactly. You know, you earn it. <laughs> you gotta so, earn it, man. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, overall, man, I'd say, I'd say. This fight, it was a good high-level chess match. Again, you know, it didn't have that urgency towards the end, like, you know, where we wanted to see, a lot of people want to see some explosiveness in a three-title three fight, you know what I mean? They want yeah. to see that. But as a hardcore fan, I know that all fights aren't going to play out that way. You know, right. For me, I felt like, yeah, I was happy with the chess match. Um, it wasn't as close as uh, other people felt. Um, before I jump to this next question, was it, you want to say something real quick? No. Okay. Um, so going on here, man, like you, you, uh, you like me, P, you know, we like a good fight, good main event to be set up nice. 
you know, we like everything to be presented well. Mm-hmm. Now I've given you my little mini review with the zone as an app in the past. You know, I told you it was okay, but there was some glitches here and there. That's one thing, you know, the technical aspect of it, trying to watch it on your laptop or your phone, but the actual presentation, man, the production. Yeah. You brought it to my attention before I brought it to you, before I brought what I felt about it. What do you think about the production as a whole, man? Um, like we said the other day, Ant, uh, people had to realize that we have been spoiled from previous platforms when it comes to high quality production. Um, as far as platforms, HBO, Showtime, you know, putting on top level boxing matches and just it's funny because you only judge it when it's less than that and so when hbo and showtime did this i was like okay that's nothing but once i've seen another you know the zone come up being a new promotion in the game and them try to emulate with you know these big platforms doing and falling short then i had something to compare it to and it really stood out then how far hbo and showtime were kind of like pushing the bar you know, and specifically with boxing, I mean, like I told you, down even to like, you know, the 24-7 at long time before any of these episodes, you know, we went had an in-depth conversation about yeah. just the 24-7s from mm-hmm. the music, the the, 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 the cinematography, the, 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 the story, everything. Mm-hmm. It was very well put together. It was, you know, one of my favorite parts of a lead up to a fight. And I seen the zone, you know, they looked at that and they took a page out of, you know, HBO and Showtime's book with that. They did a good job on the 40 nights oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, you know, come fight night, you know, um, the com- for me personally, the commentating, I mean, we used to high level commentating, man. You know, we used to, you know, like I even say, you know, some people... And me personally might have had bad things to say about Jim Lampley, but I never said that he couldn't articulate and commentate, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And didn't know, mm-hmm. wasn't well versed in the sport, in the sport, you know, um, some of these new guys or the people that they have on the zone just, just weren't satisfying my, my, my commentary palette at, you know what I mean? To be honest, you know what, what I look for out of commentary, you know what I mean? We, the type of guys that, I want to hear with the, the, the post fight, the pre fight. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what these commentators are saying. Not that I'm holding on to every word that they say, but you know, they do bring up some good points sometimes. And I just, I mean, like a, a basketball guy likes to hear, you know, that commentating, yeah. you know, it's just, it goes hand in hand, but I really like to hear that. You know, some people could care less what they say, but I do like to hear the commentating, but the commentating in my opinion, wasn't really that good. And then that, you know, which really kind of, the straw that broke the camel's back was the, the Danny Jacobs walkout when I was watching it. I kind of thought it was something wrong mm-hmm. with my TV. I thought mm-hmm. it was just my TV. Then to realize that, you know, they kind of messed up his walkout music. It just was, that just was unacceptable for I me agree, being a boxing yeah. fan. And, you know, I mean, Danny agree, Jacobs yeah. is a world champion. The zone y'all giving out all these big paydays. Put some money into production quality. You know what I'm production. saying? Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's, you can't mess up a fighter's. Ring that's all he got, and that's, that's all, all he, he got. got is the ring walk. Because for me, that takes it to the other episode we do with Errol Spence and Mikey Garcia. Remember, I tell you, I feel when I see a ring walk. You know, mm-hmm. imagine how he feels. Exactly. Imagine what type of energy he's feeling right now, right then. But you mess up his ring walk, you mess up his time. 
you know, his time. He's like, like you said, he's already worried about maybe tripping and falling or something not yeah, going right. Messing up on his own. Just messing up on yeah. his own. But what's it like when your team is supposed to be putting this whole thing together drops the ball on that? They didn't, they, they done messed up. You they know messed what I mean? Up. And then, like you say, just the timing. I mean, like you say, you waiting for a beat to drop. You know, you're going to take your first step. I mean, just a psychological um, effect that it could have had on a yeah. fighter. He could have felt disrespected. He could have been mm-hmm. like, man, that's messed up. They did that. And, and it, Carrying negative energy into the right. ring, you know anything? And you already thinking that oh they they pro Canelo, yeah they what? And, and and then yeah I forgot about that with, with the, the commentating, commentate. yeah, yeah just the 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 the, the blatant swinging and hanging and riding Canelo no, all night long, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Danny Jacobs was a world champion. He had, he himself had to keep reiterating that I'm not just a contender. I'm not just I am a world champion. I hold. Yes. A strap, you know what I'm saying? Give me that respect. And the man and the fighter shouldn't have to do that. They really should. A world champion should not have to keep letting people know that he is a world champion. Dude, and be real, like I said, I never want to say I could step in the ring and do better than a fighter, but I believe, man, you could have stepped in that night and did better on that level because on our last episode, we already said this could be a 50 50 fight. Why? Because Danny Jacobs is the real deal. Absolutely. He's been in middleweight. This is his division. He got a title too. So why would you not show the Titan that Canelo's facing the same respect? You know what I mean? That kind of put down plays what Canelo is facing. Exactly. If anything, if y'all want to swing on the nuts, you know, you got to understand that the guy he's fighting is just as good. He could just knock it. He could knock him out too. You know what yeah, I mean? They yeah, both yeah, on the same yeah, level. So yeah. you got to say, you got to present him in the same way that he's coming to take what Canelo has. Absolutely. But when you mess up his ring walk like that, it kind of kills the energy for it me. It kills you know? the energy, man. It's like a, a, a lack of respect. You know what I'm saying? And going to what you said, like with the zone, yeah. If you want to ride the same way HBO did when they were around, you want to compete with HBO, uh, Showtime or ESPN, then you got to be ready. Yeah. You passing out $100 million paydays, well, you need to put some of that in your commentate. Absolutely. Your camera work and how you present your lights and everything. Everything, you know? man. Everything. everything. Cause, Cause like think I about it. Somebody said this to me while I used to take camera classes and it stuck with me because it's real. A good cam, a good cameraman. You don't even know. A good camera shot. You don't even know. Notice a camera moving. You know what I mean? Right. As far as like, you don't even know it's there. Right. Like a good cameraman, make sure you know that he's not there. Well, that wasn't the case Saturday night. That's for sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, we. This is the thing. We understand. This is a new. Um, promotion, but y'all rolling out blaze, guns blazing though. Y'all not coming to the game like a new, yeah. you know, y'all coming snatching all the fighters, mm-hmm. big paydays, you know, causing a lot of waves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, and then furthermore, Eddie Hearn, you know, you second generation in the boxing world. You're not new to the game. Your dad, you know, yeah. you, you, you know. You you bit off so much at the at the one time, but y'all didn't make sure everything was laid yeah, out exactly. You know and all I mean? the fine details, and you know you got all the compartments, but you did you didn't do no fine details, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know right. what I mean. But you know we'll see what happens as this thing is the zone. You know moves forward, or and it could come to a point where we don't see it move forward. We've seen promotions fold before. Fold, I mean yeah. in MMA, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean yeah. we've seen. We've seen some boxing promotions, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, SMS, yeah. I think, Fifty Cent's yeah. um, boxing Fifty thing, because he had gamble mm-hmm. one time. That so we've seen people come and go. So the zone is the new kid on the block. They're doing a lot of big things. They're throwing a lot of money around, but you know, only time will tell. You know, HBO, Showtime. That's thirty, forty years in the game, dog. Yeah, that's signed, sealed, stamped, everything. Right, 
everybody got their bad night, but there was like many a time when we saw their production, it was just already a fixation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything was just there. It was just like you, like the sky, the trees. You know, it's no effect. You know what I mean? But I mean, think about it. some 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 of HBO and Showtime's like bad production may have been the day that, I mean the dude comes out the sky that was out of their control that was, yeah, that was out of their control, control. you right. know what I'm saying you yeah. know different things are fighting the ring or something but certain mm-hmm. things out of your control but you know um, as far as conveying the, 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 the information that the fans want they did a very good job you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. now we'll bring this up too with the commentate man like did you know Sergio Moore got knocked down by Danny J <laughs> He brought that up enough, yeah. man. He kept bringing that up. I don't know why yeah. he was using that so much. Like yeah. he was bragging about. That's it. the one he. Could, that's yeah. the one. That's the shot he caught me with. It was, you know, yeah. Yeah, he was just yeah. over and over. Like that was the only thing you could really use to your advantage as far as like what you know about him. You've been yeah. in there with him two times. You know, yeah. give us a little education yeah. on why he hit you with that punch. Don't yeah. just tell me he dropped you. You know, tell yeah. us like how he set it up. Why he would be effective as a southpaw. Right. You know, he was just on it like, oh, man, he knocked my ass down. You yeah. did that tell you he knocked me yeah, down? Sugar, yeah. he knocked me down. Yeah, you know, he on, ain't lying. Man. He definitely repeated about three or four times. I said, yeah. So, yeah, man, like, that's why I just say, like, I want to ask you this real quick, people. Like, just so people don't think we rant, like, why is it something you want to bring up to the Cavs fans? Like, why is all of that important to you? You know, like, as far as the production and everything. Man? Um, Because, like, like, like I say, Ant, um, me personally, I'm not mm-hmm. a basketball fan. I don't watch any of the sports. This is the only sport I watch. Mm-hmm. And from watching this sport as a child to a man, and it pretty much what I've been used to, the way that Showtime and HBO has presented this sport and respected the sport, you know, the bar is raised, and, and that's just what I'm used to. You know, I mean, I'm not in a new generation where they used to new things popping yeah. up, Snapchat, all these social, we, we're not used yeah. to that. We're used to stuff being in stone and just lasting, you know, HBO yeah. disappearing was like heartbreaking to some boxing fans. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. boxing fans were crying. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was really, some people were like, man, really to get real, but it was such, it, it meant that to some people out here, you yeah. know, because like I said, it went from people being a child to an adult it watching always, boxing. It was just always there. We so, thought it was going to be, um, so, you know, just saying all that, and it's kind of just what we've been accustomed to. And like I say, boxing doesn't get a lot of uh, notoriety as far as like the other sports and stuff. So when, when we do get our thing, we want it to be right. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You know, we, we don't get a lot. But when we do get our little pay-per-views we and everything, be, we want it to be right. You know, we pay sad. our money. We support our mm-hmm. athletes, our fighters. We do everything mm-hmm. that all the other fans do. You know, yeah. like I say, we can't go buy jerseys from they don't have jerseys. You right. know, can't right. go really support them in that mm-hmm. way. But we will watch them and pay the pay-per-views and go to, you know, see them fight live. But, you know. It has to be presented in a respectable way, and I mean that's yeah. just the bottom line. These guys are professional athletes. It's not yeah. like they just they should be presented that way exactly at yeah. all times. Because for me, yeah, for me, it it gets on my nerves, and you know, it kind of breaks my heart when you don't treat it that way, like it's that type of sport. Because for me, it, it, I know for probably for you, it's it's like our theater. You know, people like uh, to exactly. go fancy. People like to go to Swan Lake or whatever you want to call it, the ballet. Exactly. You know. I want my fights, you know, to be presented that way. I want the exactly. lights to be right, you know. I Absolutely. want the fighters to be able to come to the ring in their costumes or whatever it is they're wearing, you know, and uh, bring that energy that's going to help them perform, you know. Yeah. When you drop the ball on that, that's just kind of like, oh, that's all we think of, you know. And, and, and it may 
impact the performance. You know, I think if everything yeah. else is right, then you might get magic in the ring. You know, that's when, you know, you yeah. get, they paint that picture. Paint you know, it's not a fight. Do, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, it, it all goes hand in hand at, and it's very important. At, no, no one thing is more important than the next. It all goes hand in hand to commentating the production you know, the ring walk, you know, the lights, the sound, the, 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 the level of commentating, the, the, the knowledge, you know, it's nothing like, you know, and, 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 you know, they got on our nerves when they was here, you know, Jim Lampley and Larry Merchant, Larry Merchant. but you know, the one thing you can't really dispute is their, their knowledge of the sport, ain't you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These guys were very they had well their, versed in the sport. You they know? had their way of you know, like sneak dissing you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. their delivery was so, you know, fluid. Like Jim Absolutely. Lampley, his, his delivery is so fluid that you, you have to go back and listen. Oh, did he just throw yeah, he, this he, he dissed this shit. Exactly. Yeah. But, but that's part of like just being very articulate and being able to mm-hmm. deliver like that. These commentators, yeah. over there, they're not doing that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, they're just like throwing in there. You know yeah. what I mean? They're just kind of throwing in there without the, without the years put on it. With, exactly. You know, no disrespect, but hey, we... Yeah, it is what it, it is, is man. what it is, man. You know, that's why Jim Lampley and Larry Murphy got paid the money that they got paid to do what they did mm-hmm. because they were good at it. Yeah, all day, man. Yeah, man, but uh, yeah, you just want to see better production on fights, especially, like you said, the zone trying to come up and hit guns blazing, yeah. like yeah. they the next big thing, yeah. they the next ESPN. You got to show it. Yeah, they don't have no choice in it. You, you got, got to no come choice. correct. You got to come correct. I mean, you, you got, got people. the biggest fighters. Yeah. I mean, think they got people committing to this app and paying every month or paying a year. People are not going to be willing to pay for something that they questioning or that, you know, they had a bad experience with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, think about what y'all really trying to do. So um, y'all really don't, they don't really have a choice, you know, in the game. But, you know, we're not condemning them or saying it's over, but we just saying, yo, this is what we Step used to. You know, y'all had the mm-hmm. biggest fighter this year with all these little mishaps and stuff. That's unacceptable in the boxing world. And think about it. you got Anthony Joshua coming up in June. Y'all gonna do the same thing? Come on, you know it's gotta you gotta step it up. You you're know. spending billions and billions, man. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, overall good uh, good fight night. You know, as far as uh, performance, let's jump on to this next topic. We got P. Our little new segment here. Yeah, we call it casual moment. Today I ain't really got a big story, but we could just kind of go in and just talk about what a a casual moment we kind of experience with fans, you know, casual fan in boxing, you know, somebody that's not really educated on the sport. They kind of want to chime in sometime, act like they know it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, in the past I've had people, you know, try to question some things I've told them about history. And then I had to go back and kind of, you know, give them a little history check on the, on the sport. But uh, what was something that happened with you P where you was just like, Oh man, this is another little casual moment here with me. Um, to, to be honest, man, it, it, it try to pop up on my radar a lot. Most of the time, I ignore it. I don't even engage or mm-hmm. entertain it. But you know, people always have a little. Bit. And my thing about the casual fan, we not bashing nobody. We just saying. I mean, if you're not a diehard, then you're pretty much a casual. It's, it's no really in between. And um, for me, I don't jump in basketball conversations. I don't really speak about football. I don't speak about any other sport eh? because I don't really know about it that way. The thing is, you know, with the fight game and the casuals is they do try to jump into, you know, the sport and have an opinion on things that, you know, a diehard fan know very well. They, they not 
informed on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like my personal beef is the fact that you know you're casual and you try to jump in and engage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knowing that for a fact. So right. um, it's no disrespect. You know, like I said, you can't be a diehard of everything. But, you know, from 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 my standpoint in the boxing game, it's just, you know, how guys jump in like that. I mean, you'll have guys say, say I mean, kind of, to me, this Earl Spence, Canelo thing is like a casual idea. Ain't? That's not nothing that a boxing diehard pundit, Knows because he knows the way the game goes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that idea is a casual mm-hmm. idea. You know what I mean? It's just like you heard the name and now yeah. you want to try to run yeah. it. Kind of like these money fights are kind of mm-hmm. like casual ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everybody else knows this is a ranking system. Guys have to beat this guy to fight that guy. Do this to, you know, meet somewhere in the middle. So um, it's kind of like an everyday thing. And I, I'm trying to think of one that really hit me and, and stood out because a lot of them I just had to ignore. And, mm-hmm. you know, but, well, maybe... The one, it was a couple of weeks ago, and a guy on Instagram, you know, I said Deontay Wilder, you know, one of the smallest heavyweights out today. You know, he has been known to step in the ring at 212 pounds, which is mm-hmm. tremendously light for a heavyweight. And, um, you know, you got guys like what made me post it was, you know, Big Baby Miller had just tested dirty, and this guy's like, what, 350? I mean, what is he? The big babies, yeah, pushing 300, over yeah, 300. Yeah, like over 300, and you got a guy that's 212 pounds stepping in the ring with the, with a guy that's over 300 and, and is using all these PEDs. So I was just saying how, you know, that, you know, you have to give, you know, give credit to Deontay Wilder for having that type of heart to get in there with a guy with, with, with dirty guys who, who are bigger than him. And so another guy says, huh, heart. You think he has heart? He won't even fight AJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, it, you know, just a typical casual yeah. stuff. You know what I mean, like he's gonna get in the he's gonna get in the ring with three hundred pound guys, but he but he's scared right. to fight AJ. You know what I mean? It's like a the casual statement is always something that it don't even pertain to the actual situation. Sometimes. It don't even you know pertain what I mean? to like the you situation. just said like this man shows heart facing the biggest men in the most dangerous division where this guy just says oh, he can fight AJ. Yeah, you know that's your answer. To try to shut down so, everything. So, yeah, you know, so everything else he did that yeah. didn't display heart because he not fighting he this fight guy, not, and 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 it's not like he he he's scared to fight this guy. Or he don't want to fight this guy. You know, he's playing he's playing the game that he has to play or whatever. So stuff like that, ain't you know? I mean, we know very well that Deontay Wilder mm-hmm. ain't scared of AJ or don't right. not right. want that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's politics. He got to play the game. We know that very well. But you know, on the outside looking in. Some people would jump and say that, you know what I mean? But stuff like that, and that's why I say yeah. it, it's, it's yeah. really hard for me because, you know, I'm passionate, so I get mad. So a lot of stuff I have to ignore, just, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, yeah, you know, pretty much I have to ignore that, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it bothers me. One we both agree on, you know, this is definitely the symptoms of a cat, was like you call them the Cassies. Yeah, the Cassies, man. <laughs> you know, one we can always agree on is one that happened with me just uh, last week is, you know, Oh, I used to watch boxing. Now my all-time favorite fighter is Mike Tyson, <laughs> right there. You and, know, and 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 and, and, and that shit. And nothing wrong with that. Like, like yeah. I got told, Aunt, you know, you kind of always know a casual because they they gonna bring up three names. You know, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Leonard, and who else? Ali. What's another? Ali. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and nothing wrong with that. Those are the greats. Those guys are legendary, mm-hmm. but. So much deeper than that. The sport is is way deeper than that. History and present. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and it's not wrong with that. You know, but mm-hmm. 
if you ask me about boxing, I'm not going to say none of those three names. Right. I'm going to say probably a whole bunch of names that you never heard of because exactly. they're from today exactly. and future guys yeah. to come. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And as like some casuals think, you know, they think if they know one fighter, they know it all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just can't say, oh, this is my favorite fight. It's like I might like one action movie, but that don't mean I know, one Bruce Lee movie. Don't mean I know all about him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, mean, I just saw this one movie, but I don't mean I know his history. But according, if you know that one by casual definition, I know everything. You, you know, know everything. You so, know everything. Yeah, it's just like little things like that, man. It's like not a diss to any of the fans, but it's yeah. just like if you want to be well versed in a sport like that, it take time, man. Like it did. if you a football fan, you know, hey, I give respect to you. You know, you were well versed in it the way you grew up with it. You know, exactly. you probably played it. You were probably watching it with your dad then, but. I was watching boxing over here, man. And, and like for me, when I heard Smiles, my homeboys, whoever breaking down stats on the sport, I'm impressed. I don't yeah. be like, oh damn, oh man, I oh damn, he know it. I wanted to give it. I don't be mad. I be impressed. Like, oh yo, he he knows his, he, knows he knows his stuff. football yeah. stuff. He knows his basketball. He knows his baseball. Whatever it is, I'm impressed with that. So, I mean, just let people, you know, do do what they do. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't get that. But I'm impressed when I hear people talk about I even if yeah. I'm not in the basketball, but somebody be like, yo, Jordan had 100 RBIs. Like, you know what I mean? They breaking all that. Yeah. I'm interested because yeah. he, he, a person did the knowledge and, and mm-hmm. retained all that information. Right. It's not right. like he guessing this stuff. Mm-hmm. He he had to watch it or see it and study yep. the same way me and you talk about boxing. Mm-hmm. We had to have watched it and study. I mean, we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. To be knowledgeable about it. Right. Because what happened this past week, there was the NFL draft. Dudes is already knowing the college players, teams, and everything. And then yeah. he's talking about, oh, this guy has this. You know, he's a running back. He's, you know, got these stats. He's going to be third pick. Exactly. I'm like, hey, you know, okay, that's y'all. I ain't going to try to chime in on that. You you know. And, and, and that's my know, thing. Like, I, yeah. this draft, I, I didn't even really know it was last right. week. And if I did, I still wouldn't be chiming. Oh, y'all, no, yo, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't chime in because I, that, cause I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know the names, dude. Right, right, I don't right. know. So it's the same with us. Like, we know the names of these up-and-comers coming from the Olympics. You know, you ain't got to pretend if you don't, you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know football names from the 90s, eh? Bo Jackson and, you know, I mean, come on, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't hop in no football conversations. I mean, so I don't even try. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real, man. That's how it is. Like, but there's a type of casual fan, like I told you about, no one casual fan where, he doesn't know much about boxing, so he's uh, kind of asking questions about it. You know, like who's this? Who's so and so? You know, right. they actually want. There's a casual fans that actually want to be enlightened. You know, exactly. They wanna they wanna broaden up and know what this is. They're not going in saying, "Oh yeah, I know who Devin Haney is." You know, I, yeah, yeah, I know him. <laughs> you know, they actually want to know for real. You know? Right. But yeah, man. Uh, that's something we probably gonna have to start keeping up with, man. Little casual moments now, just to kind of you know, don't let it make you mad. Just kind of. Yeah, you know, just kind of hear out what they got Take to note. say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely it definitely happens a lot, my brother. Ain't no question. Yeah, because I have one for you next week, man. It's a trip, yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, overall, I felt like uh, we had a good fight weekend. You know, um, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to some big having the welterweight division, man. What about you? Yeah, I mean, they had us on ice for a minute, and um, I mean, if, if we can at least get this Spence and Port, I'll be I'll be happy with that for right now. Yeah, and um, see see what else happens after that. I mean, the, the Manny and Thurman, I mean, that's cool, but the Spence and the Porter, that mean more to me right now. Yeah, me too, man. And um, then maybe getting Danny Garcia and Terrence Crawford in there, man. Yeah, I'm down for that too. 
gotta get those in there, man. Those are the yeah. major ones, man. Yeah, man. But um, overall, yeah, uh, another good episode, P. You know, I feel like we enlightened everybody, yeah. the Cassies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, anything you want to say before we close this one up, man? Nah, man. Just you know, it's one oh one. You know, and um, we just gonna keep doing what we've been doing for the the past hundred. You know, that's really all I can say. Man. Yeah, same here. That's how I feel, bro. But uh, yeah, before we close this thing out, give me your pin number, man. Oh, y'all, y'all already know, man. Y'all been check me out on P P dot Barnhill on Instagram. You know, my my personal IG page. Um, for just you know, people who you know personally know me and you see some of the cool stuff I'm into, and then you know, you check me out on Loud Pack Boxing, and that's you know more concentrated, just just the fight game. You know what I'm saying? So you can check me out on both both those pages on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, you can follow me on Combo Breaker 99. You know, I start posting a lot of more boxing there and um, a lot of women's MMA stuff. You want to keep up with some women's MMA. I've been keeping up with that type of stuff over there. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, all boxing, everything. Um, dang, man, I forgot. Uh, UFC 237, uh, Thug Rose, taking mm-hmm. on that bad monster with Jessica Andrade. So, I'm hyped That's this, this weekend. weekend. That's this weekend, man. She going to Brazil mm-hmm. to fight the Brazilian. You know what I mean? That's it's real tough, man. Deep. Coming off a neck injury too from last, you know, uh, late last year. So, yeah, people were saying she ducking, but you know, Rose is a thug, so nah, man, she real. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, you can follow us both on Jab Effect at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can subscribe. Make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just look up the Jab Podcast. The only ones come up because we're on the ground lane, right? Yeah. Just, you know, follow the movement, y'all. We're definitely on the move. Yeah, keep doing that because we a brand growing. But like always, on that Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boxing P, y'all. And we out. Later. Peace.